and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And I want to start off by saying thank you for rocking and supporting with us. Um, and thank you for checking out that last episode with my brother, Nick Tulloch, man, entitled Work, Win, Pride. If you know, you know, all my central alums know. But, you know, I appreciate him coming on the show. You know, it was a long time coming. He has been out in Arkansas for some years now. Uh, shoot, going on three. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a while. And, um, you know, we was finally able to connect, man, make that happen and get that episode done. So if you haven't listened to it, double back and listen to it. It is a beautiful testimony to just perseverance, consistency, trusting God, trusting the plan, even when it don't look like you feel me it's going the way that you want it to be. And just being able to be placed by God and do what you have to do in that place, you know, even when it doesn't look like what you always expected it to be or what you always wanted it to be. So there's a beautiful testimony in there. Definitely tap in, check it out. It's on all platforms and yeah. So getting into this episode, it was supposed to start off as like a, a one episode kind of thing. And as I sat there and I, like I was doing notes and, and getting ready and preparing for it, it kind of turned into something where it's like, you know, this can't just be one episode. So for the first time, we're trying something a little different here. We're doing a three-part series. And this series is about protecting black women. So this was kind of inspired by this Lauren Smith Fields case that is currently taking place right now. All the traction around it, all the awareness around it, everything that's happening surrounding that case here in my hometown of Bridgeport. And... It started off just to be an episode about her, her legacy, what is going on, what is happening, um, and all the people who are falling short in giving her family what she deserves and, and carrying out this case correctly. Um, if you're from Bridgeport, you're not surprised by the way the city of Bridgeport is moving. Um, they have a history, a track record of moving funny like this, but it's still very sad to see. And for those of you who are unaware of what it is um lauren smith fields was found dead in her apartment and you know the person who reported it was a person that she had gone on a date with um and then when the police came by they didn't see him as a suspect they didn't you know take him in in any sort of way like they said he was a very nice guy quote unquote that's what they said and he wasn't seen as a suspect or anything and Everything was kind of getting swept under the rug. Um, it comes out later that he has ties to the city of Bridgeport Police Department and a whole lot of other things that, um, you know, we're going to get into and we'll, we'll talk about in a part three of this three part series. But everything going on behind that is kind of what led me to this point of we need to better serve our black woman. We need to better protect our black woman. Myself being a black man, we as black men specifically, I mean, it's everybody, but us specifically need to do better. And I was like, this is this is so much bigger than just one episode. I could sit here and talk to y'all to hours on end about what we need to do, what we should be doing, what's right, what's not right. How can we get better at this? But let's break it down piece by piece. You know, let's take it. Let's take it slow. So this part one, we're going to be talking about. What does it mean to protect black women? 
So as I'm like getting ready for this and preparing for this, you know, I, I started by asking myself, well, Smitty, what does it mean to you to protect black women? And, you know, I tried to like come up with a working definition of it because you hear the um, the cries for protect black women. You hear the 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 chance you see people go out there and advocate for this and express this and share this. But, you know, not everybody fully understands what it is that gets black women to that point that they have to cry out to be protected. And once they do say that, you know, what does that mean? What does that look like? You know, how do we go about making that happen? And for unfortunately, a lot of people, even though we know, you know, protect black women is a, a slogan, it's a thing. We don't know how to go about it. Um, so I had to ask myself that question, you know, like, what does it really mean? to me to protect black women and the working definition I came up with what it what it really meant to me was and I got it written down here was to respect value and treat black women in a fair manner and an equal manner to their white counterparts to support and uplift black women to acknowledge the feelings of black women to not place black women in disadvantaged situations and to see black women as more than sexual beings and caretakers. So that's the definition I kind of came with Um, because I've seen in a lot of areas where people fall short. Um, I can only really speak to my experience, but you know, as a whole, we, we, we all should do better. Um, I've identified areas in my life where I need to do better. Um, Even on previous episodes, you know, I talked about, my relationship and where I would not take in, in the early parts of my relationship, I wouldn't take my girlfriend's pain seriously. Like, and that's a thing for a lot of black women, but like, I never realized how like messed up I was in doing that. Like she'd be like, yeah, I don't feel good. And I'm like, you look fine. (laughs) And you know, this is me being honest and transparent. I'd be like, I mean, you good? You straight? You all right? I mean, but now it's to the point where I try and take it a little more seriously. And I could even still be doing better at that. And a lot of that was me like projecting because when I don't feel good, like I, my whole arm could be falling off right now. And I'm not really going to ask nobody to take care of me, you know? So a lot of that was me projecting how I feel in those situations or how I would go about them situations onto someone else, but not everybody's you. So you can't expect that same thing from them that you, you know, do for yourself or, or carry out for yourself. So it's, that's a learning experience. It's, it's something that's coming with time. <laughs> it's something that's definitely coming, but overall, you know, when I came to this definition about, um, protecting black women the biggest thing to me was to not place black women in disadvantaged situations um because to me as a black man that means being a good husband to whoever my wife ends up being um being a good father you know if you're a husband to a black woman if you're a father to a black woman you know if you're a leader of a household with black women in it and you're not present, you're not there, you're not supportive, you're not, you know, doing your job, you're not fulfilling those duties, you're not stepping into that role, 
you're placing black women in disadvantaged situations and that's not protecting them. You setting up <laughs> their them and their lineage to be disadvantaged for extended periods of time. Like there's a lot of women who are playing both roles. They're being mom and dad, you know, or they're out here in relationships with black men who didn't have a black man in their life either to show them how to be a man. And now they're taking care of the people that they're with. <laughs> you know, it's like they're being moms to the people that they in relationship with. And that's kind of sad. But um, in a way, we kind of normalize it. Um, I think social media plays a huge role in perpetuating that kind of narrative, even in ways that are kind of funny. But it's like, you know, we we we, we kind of got to see the, the deeper behind it. So like even on um, like TikTok or Instagram, they got reels and stuff. And there's that sound where, you know, people come up to your ear and they whisper and they be like, let me borrow $20 till tomorrow. Like <laughs> as funny as that is, it's a lot of men out here borrowing $20 till tomorrow. Uh, a lot of men out here. Dropping their girlfriends off at work and driving a car all day. It's a lot of men out here putting stuff in their girlfriend's name. Like, so you're not, you putting them in, <laughs> you going out bad and you putting them in bad situations when you fail to live up to that expectation as a husband, as a father, as a leader. Um, and it puts women in situations where, you know, they have to be caretakers of adult people. And that's, that's unfortunate. So like at that, even at that level, you know, in the household, we're not protecting our black woman. Um, even as it extends into, you know, I talked earlier about pain, you know, pain tolerance in black women. For whatever reason, we just think that black women don't feel pain. Like things don't hurt for them. Like they're supposed to be these alpha females that don't feel pain. And a lot of that is, you know, carried out in childbirth. Um, there was a Harvard article I read that says black women are three to four times more likely to die giving childbirth than their white counterparts. And a lot of that is racism. Um, <laughs> let's, let's call it what it is. A lot of that is racism, but a lot of it too, is that we don't take their cries seriously. So now that, you know, they get to this point where they're being open, they're communicating, they're being honest. They're like telling you what it is that they need, what it is that they feel, how it is they need to be treated. And not only are we not taking it as serious as we should, but now medical professionals who are sworn to uphold an oath and have an obligation and all of these other things are not living up to that. And it's led to this statistic of black women are three to four times more likely to die given childbirth than their white counterparts. And that's sad. Um, and it's unfortunate because not only do we have a situation where black women aren't protected in the household but now as they go through the process of trying to create a household they're not protected in that either so it's almost like creating a household as a black woman is a losing situation <laughs> in most instances because uh if you do have a child tons of risk there um and unfortunately in a lot of situations uh black men are dropping the ball as as spouses um it's 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 just not good it's like a losing situation and then it leads to this narrative of you know the strong independent black woman which 
don't help either because now we've had this this situation where we look at black women as strong independent black women for so long that we don't realize that independent doesn't mean alone and it doesn't mean I want to do everything by myself for the rest of my life and you get tired <laughs> anybody you know man woman whoever in the middle however you identify being independent forever and being alone forever is tiring you don't want to do everything by yourself you're not made to do everything by yourself you know the first thing in the bible that god said was not good you know was that man was alone that adam was alone like we're not made as people to be alone so this whole independent all this other stuff like it's 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 great it's cool but that's not how we're made to be but that's kind of the corner that we forced black women into with how we treat them how we see them how we go about them um Another thing going off of the definition, you know, on how we can protect black women is not just seeing them as sexual beings. <laughs> the over-sexualization of black women is crazy. You know, it's like in order to be, how do I want to word it, desirable, to be, I don't know, to gain attention, to be seen as like, I don't know. Somebody people want to be around You almost have to like sexualize yourself On the internet to be popular You know if you're not out there You know Showing some skin and engaging In all types of activities Then you know it's like who are you on the internet Um, And social media I'm telling you Social media plays an even bigger part Than a lot of us think but this over sexualization Of black women is carried out and perpetuated Through these challenges that you see on social media Like the busted challenge or uh that other challenge with the red lights the silhouette challenge what <laughs> you go in there and type silhouette challenge right now and just scroll for hours upon hours and it's nothing but over sexualization of woman um what knees like megan and all these other challenges and it's like not only are we over sexualizing women in that way but women nowadays who have grown up with social media see that and think that that's how it's supposed to be and that's what's even worse it's it's not even so much that we put them there but now they think they're supposed to be there and that that alone is like yo we're we're failing we're failing here um but the over sexualization of black women we have to address that we need to do better in that um and quite honestly, all around, you know, we need to do better by our black woman. Uh, we need to make them feel heard, make them feel respected, make them feel valued. And a lot of that, I'm telling y'all, starts at home. But not only does it start at home, but there's other ways to get involved in that. Another way is to engage in a political process, uh, you know, not to overly politicize this, but it is a political thing as well. When there are laws, when there's legislation being passed that directly affects you, that it directly affects black women, women of all shapes, sizes and colors, and you don't get involved in that when you don't go out and vote, when you don't testify before, uh, you know, 
the LOB, legislative office building, you don't go up there and go testify. Like, you're just as much to blame for what gets dealt to you. And you're 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 a part of the problem if you're not trying to be a part of the solution. Certain things in life you can't just take a well, it is what it is approach or I don't really know much about this and they just gonna do what they do anyway. Take an active part in your political process. And even in that regard, black women have been leading <laughs> the charge on that for a long time. They turn out in such large numbers in in, in all these major elections that take place and areas where not just black men, but you know, white women and all these other people like are dropping the ball and black women are like single-handedly <laughs> putting people in office just because they get together and they make shit happen. Like it's crazy. Um, so get involved in your political process. Um, advocate for black women. It shouldn't have to be every time that, um, they're the only ones speaking up for themselves. Sometimes we as men got to get in there and advocate for them as well. You know, um, it shouldn't just be a situation where it's only them. It's just them. It's always them. And then we start to see them as people who, oh, well, they just be complaining or they just be talking or, you know, oh, it's always something wrong with them. You know, the loud black woman kind of thing, the, the angry black woman kind of thing, because, you know, you they advocate for themselves too much. And all of a sudden you're a loud and angry black woman because you're speaking up for yourself and you need to be treated better. But a lot of that we can help with if we get up and advocate for our black woman, if we get up and speak for them, if we we help them get what they need if we stand in that gap for them in areas where we may have an advantage that they don't you know it's already a male dominated society they're already at a disadvantage again putting them in disadvantaged situations when you're sending them out there to fight for themselves and we could be out there fighting with them so in that regard we need to do better um but not only that you know checking yourself, checking your biases. I mentioned earlier and I say it again, you know, how I was projecting myself in my relationship and how that led to me not being able to protect being a part of the problem and not part of the solution, checking your biases, knowing what things that you see a certain way, what things that you choose, you go about it a certain way, just because that's how you always been or that's how you do it or that's how someone raised you you know just because you were raised that way doesn't mean you need to stay that way um so checking your biases is a major thing and just believe in black women you know <laughs> a lot of times it's just as simple as believe in them believe what they say don't question it don't say it's oh was it that time of the month and you just tripping right now or maybe it was your fault or did you you know start victim blaming them victim shaming and all those things let's not let's not do that let's shy away from that and let's get back to cherishing our black woman loving our black woman respecting our black woman um and you know i don't want y'all to think that uh you know this is all on the black brothers and you know because I, I talked about us a lot here but it's on everybody we all play a part in this whether it's Mark Zuckerberg pushing out something crazy on Facebook and Instagram and being a part of the problem, whether it's us as black men that need to do better or uh, white politicians that simply need to just not be in office. And if you are going to be in office, make better inclusive decisions that are benefit all of us, especially these marginalized groups. Help us do what 
we put you in office to do. It's on everybody to help make this a better situation for our black women. Um, so next time you hear that black women are the most unprotected, disrespected, neglected, like when you hear that and they run off that laundry list, start with believing them. Ask them, you know, and I plan to ask more people this, like, you know, how can I, as a black man, better serve black women? be better for black women. What can I change? What can I do? How can we make this a winning situation for everybody? Because when black women go unprotected, we all lose. (laughs) Let's, let's be clear. When black women go unprotected, we all lose. They are leaders in every capacity, whether it's getting degrees, they beating us, (laughs) whether it's, uh, the growing sector of young, new young entrepreneurs, they are beating us. (laughs) Um, when it comes to just everything, man, black women are paving the way. They are making it happen. They are bosses in their own right. And when black women go unprotected, we all lose. So uh, this has been part one of protecting black women. Um, and again, just so we could run it off, man, the way I see how we can protect black women, what it means to protect black women is to respect value and treat black women in a fair manner and an equal manner to their white counterparts to support and uplift black women to acknowledge the feelings of black women to not place black women in disadvantaged situations to see black women as more than sexual beings and caretakers so we're going to continue to do better i hope that y'all stick around for part two and three man we're going to keep getting into it we're going to talk about some stuff man next episode we're going to get into a reaction of the uh fresh and fit podcast yeah and how they uh i know a lot of y'all have seen it a couple weeks ago they got out there talking about um you know black women (laughs) they were like the shaniquas of the world and all that other stuff you know they don't bring anything besides yeah you know xyz uh you're the good black woman other black women are like you black women are ratchet black women are this i don't want to date black women it's a lot of self-hate going on in here so we're gonna break that down break down those comments talk about this self-hate talk about how we paint black women in the media and how we can address that get better at that and make that change so that's next week coming out man stick around daily dimensions we in the air. <laughs>